Hi, I'm Chris Nessie from the House of EdTech podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Well, hey there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to episode 113 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I am so excited that you joined me here today. How are you? How are you doing? Are you still in school? Are there a couple days left? Maybe a couple weeks? I know when this episode airs, it's going to be the beginning, the third week of June. And my hope for you is that you really have taken some deep breaths and are transitioning into your summer with an open heart and an open mind, full of time for rest and maybe some relaxation. Maybe you have a trip in there planned, you know, a way for you to just kind of let go and move on from this challenging year. You know, I maybe you've noticed a theme here, all right? June is becoming the month of transitions. The, the, the talk about transitions and the many different transitions that we can embrace in our lives. You know, last week I had Daphne Williams on the podcast and she shared how she helps teachers to transition out of the classroom. And today you're going to hear from Sarah Humes. Um, I consider Sarah a dear friend and she is such a talented professional and I'm so excited to share her transition out of the classroom. But I can't go any further (laughs) into the summer or into this podcast without sharing with you a transition that I have decided to bring into my life. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me announce it, chat about it, talk about it, dream about it, and kind of gush about it. But I have decided to make my own transition, and I kind of alluded to this last week on the podcast as well. And that transition is a transition back into the classroom. And now don't worry, Burn-In Teacher is not going to go away. There's still going to be a Burn-In Teacher podcast. The Mastermind is still going to launch a couple of times a year. And of course, Burn-In Teacher University is available anytime now for anybody to join up and learn the skills, the strategies, and get the support that you need to grow through your burnout, okay? So none of that's going away. I'm still going to be here and really, honestly... I am so extremely excited to be on this journey with you, back in the classroom, facing the hardships, moving through these things, and really being able to be there with you. That has been something, um, actually that was something that really helped me to make this decision, that I want to be there with you. And I have been so grateful for the last three years to focus on burned in teacher full time. But I felt in my gut for quite a while now that working with teachers from home is just not setting well with me. I want to be in the classroom. I miss the students. I miss teaching. And I know that running burn in teacher is a form of teaching, as you've heard Daphne say. Teaching is everywhere. However, for me, I crave that connection with students and I crave that connection with teachers. And as I'm sure all of you can relate to now, it's not the same when you're sitting behind a screen. And I've noticed a lot of transitions in my in my own business, you know, the the business of burned in teacher that have 
opened my eyes to the possibilities and I'm sure this is no surprise, the opportunities that are coming from the challenges that COVID-19 and pandemic teaching and um, how it's changed our world, the opportunities that it's opened for me to look at my time differently and how I spend it and how at this point I can do both. Now, does that mean that Burn-In Teacher is going to look exactly the same? Will there be a podcast episode every single week? Um, I don't know. I don't know. My answer right now is I don't know. All I know is that I'm going, going to practice what I preach and I'm going to do the best that I can with the time that I am allowed. And really that's that's all up to me. So um, I just really, I, I first of all want to thank you so much for being on this journey with me. And I am so excited about the connections that we can build by, by me sharing how I'm using these processes and these strategies in my own classroom. Because honestly... When I left the classroom to to um, pursue burn-in teacher full-time, it was mostly because I was being asked to do Google trainings once school had already started for me and, of course, sometimes um, in the middle of the school year and I had to say no. And because of the necessity, <laughs> the deep necessity to know how to use technology, a lot of schools and teachers have, have learned themselves or they have their own technology um, intervention, intervention specialists. So I, there's no need for that anymore. And I've learned a lot about myself and what I enjoy. And I really, my favorite part of Burn-In Teacher is doing the podcast, is running the mastermind, is helping you to feel and be successful in this incredibly challenging profession. So I'm going to have more, you know, next week I'll share a little bit um, before I share the interview. And I'm so excited about our guest next week. Um, And then at the end of this month, at the end of June, I will have an episode where I'm going to share with you how I'm setting myself up for, for success, some things that I'm doing, some future planning that I'm doing to to set me up for success. And and I've been saying this a lot on Instagram too that you know, I'm 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 looking at all of these pillars of wellness in my life and I'm thinking about how I can set future Amber up for success. And so I want to share with you some of those things. And success for me is many different things. I'm going to go into that later on this month. What I want you to take away from this introduction to this uh to this interview and from the interview that you'll hear from Sarah here in a moment is that nothing is permanent and that you can always change your mind and you can always do something different. Now, of course, those decisions will look different for me than they will for you or for for the teacher down the hallway. But I think if we open our eyes to the opportunities that we'll be surprised by the results. And there's no one right way to know exactly what to do. And I think Sarah's story is so beautiful in that way because she felt it in her gut. And I can so deeply relate to that. I know so many of you, as you're deciding what your moves are for next year, that you feel it in your gut that you may know, you may, and maybe you don't, but maybe you feel in your gut that something needs to change. And I think Sarah's story is going to be really helpful in you really thinking deeply about what that may look like for you. So stay tuned for more details about my transition back into the classroom. We start school August 5th. So I've got a lot of thinking to do and I'm going to share all of that with you. But right now, let's transition over to Sarah's story about her decision to transition out of the classroom. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, 
I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence, as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Now let's get started. Well, hi there, Sarah. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks so much for having me, Amber. Oh, I'm so excited about this conversation. Of course, we've been chatting a little bit before I hit record and I was asking how you're doing because you, you, you've transitioned into summer and we're going to talk about some other transitions that you've had in your life, but tell us a little bit about you, you know, where you are in the world, what it is that you do, what you did. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about your teaching journey. Okay. So, wow. It, the journey is that's the word. It has been a journey. (laughs) Um, so I just wrapped up three years of teaching Spanish. Um, and, but before that I had taught, um, at a public school, I did like a religious education class where I was pulling students out, Mm -hmm. um, which was super cool. And then before that I ran my own home daycare for nine years. So I've been in education altogether about 15 years, which is crazy because mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm 15. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, um, taking a brave step and I just decided to officially, um, like leave the classroom, which was really hard, but I'm excited for the future and, and what that holds. I'm really excited for you too. And for, for you listeners out there, we're going to tell you how, how Sarah and I came to be connected. Um, but of course, this is the burned in teacher podcast. This is one part burnout. So I'm curious, did you decide to leave because this is part of your burnout story or do you have a certain, um, burnout story that you'd like to share with us and how you kind of made it through that and maybe grew through that burnout? Uh, yeah. So I was definitely dealing with some burnout, um, uh, more from not so much on, on my end, but I, I was feeling that apathy from students. I mean, when you're teaching Spanish, you get a little bit of that. Okay. A lot of bit of that pushback mm-hmm. from why am I going to learn Spanish? This is, this is stupid. I don't want to learn this, you know? Um, and it, it, I am a passionate not only educator, but I'm a very passionate learner. I will learn anything that I can get my hands on. Mm-hmm. And being the recipient of that apathy day after day after day was literally just stealing my joy. And I'm someone who's committed to living in joy. I'm committed to living in, I mean, 
literally living in education, I want to be excited about waking up every morning. And when I was doing everything I could to make my lessons engaging, to show the value in what I was teaching, to show the value in connecting with other humans who are not like us, and it was falling on deaf ears, I could just feel my soul dying a little bit each day. Mm. And that was really hard because I, I seek to inspire. That's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like, I'm not going to admit defeat. I am not going to admit defeat, but, and it's not like I was admitting defeat. It was just maybe sometimes, and, and this is still really hard to speak, but maybe there's someone better to reach those students than me. Because sometimes the last thing that a 15 and 16 year old student wants is a geeked out teacher that is just so obsessed with learning every day. (laughs) I mean, that's, I mean, that's the truth. Like the elementary kids, they loved it. They wanted to know, because I taught K through 12. Mm -hmm. And um, so they kind of liked that I was a a silly, goofy teacher um, that just loved all the things. But those ninth and 10th graders, they were just over me. And, and, and that was hard. Mm -hmm. So are you talking specifically about the last year or has this been all three years that you've been teaching Spanish? Um, the first year, I think when I entered it, it wasn't as bad because I was the the new kid on the block. The kids Mm -hmm. were curious about this. I, I definitely have, um, a different, you know, you speak a lot of teacher brand, and I definitely have a different teacher brand than most teachers. I involve music and I involve drama and stories. And there is nothing normal about what happens in my classroom. Mm-hmm. Everything is different in my classroom. Every day is exciting. It is, there's, it, that's just the way my life is. And so my classroom reflects that. And so there was definitely more curiosity that first year, but then they were over the curiosity by that first year. And they were just kind of, okay, that's just Mrs. Humes. She's singing again today, you know, (laughs) and, and that's just the way it was. And, um, and so my passion was not going away, but instead was being met with resistance. And, um, and it was just really hard because I, I, and I desperately also just care so much about each individual and when you're, you know, just think about it, even in, in a friendship or a marriage or a relationship, when you are giving, 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 and you're getting hardly anything back, whew, it was hard. Yeah. It was yeah. really hard. So everything you're saying about how you felt and that resistance and that apathy, um, helps me to understand that you were probably in that burned and burned and over it, uh, burnout type. Because yeah. people who are burned and over it really value connection and relationships. And when they consistently are met with resistance or that apathy um, from their students, they just, obviously that disconnection happens. And that's where you can end up feeling like, what's the point? Like I'm, I'm share, trying to, you know, share my passion and I'm so excited about this. And I, I want to get my students excited, but they won't get excited. You know, does that sound, does that sound yeah, and, and I'll say that it. I did not want to admit that, that that's where I was. And, and even now it's really hard to say mm-hmm. that saying that I was over it, it, it just sounds so harsh, but honestly I was, I was just like, I, I wanted, 
you can only give so much without getting it back. Mm-hmm. And, and so as, as someone with a, a very tender heart to say I was burned and over, it was so difficult. Yeah. I think that many of the listeners that are, that are listening to you talk, I'm sure that we see a lot of shaking heads or like, yes, I totally, I'm sure many people can relate to what it is that you're saying. So obviously you've already kind of alluded to the fact that you have left the classroom, but while you were teaching, you had another passion that you pursued. So tell us a little bit about that and now how these things have come together to help you to make the decision to transition out of the classroom. So what is it? Yeah. So I, I probably would say that when it comes to life, I'm just completely Mm multi-passionate and, um, I've always loved writing and, um, I'm, I, probably early in my um, first year of teaching, I was looking up things about classroom management and I came across um, the website called Teach for the Heart and Linda Cardamus runs Teach for the Heart. And um, I just stumbled along her website and I just fell in love with the, the way she presents her content and um, it was just an instant connection. I was like, oh my goodness, this website is absolutely amazing. And, um, later on that year, she was actually hiring a customer service, um, manager and I applied and I could not believe that I got the job. I was like, oh my goodness. This is I incredible. love Linda. She's, yes. she's so amazing. She's been she's on the just, podcast I, before and, and she and I chat on Voxer now and she's, she's amazing. I'm so yes, excited she's for an you. Incredible friend, incredible mentor, um, absolutely amazing boss. And I, I just, I just absolutely, um, just was so excited to dig deeper into like the world of um, supporting teachers. And mm-hmm. so I dove headfirst into that job and um, it, it just really lit me up. And like, I love learning, you know, I love learning things on my own too. Um, that self-education world just gets me so excited because, um, me too. that's just part of, <laughs> yes, that's part of what we do. Yeah. So, um, and through the, through that, um, Linda and I had just been talking and then I just kind of started writing stuff for her and, and writing, you know, writing some emails and, and helping her with our newsletter. And it, it just kind of spawned into this beautiful new thing that I was like, this is so exciting. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've also done some speaking for, um, like professional development, talking about how to teach with joy, even when things are really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just been so exciting. Oh, I love this so much because this actually kind of, um, this kind of leads the way into how you and I became connected a little bit. Um, but I have to ask you, did, did this side gig of working with Linda on the side, did that help your feelings about how, you know, with those feelings of apathy and negativity from your students and that resistance, did that help you to kind of have a better outlook for your days? Oh yeah. I mean, there was, (laughs) there was times where I would just remember that, um, even if, you know, cause I would, I would basically take the advice I was giving other teachers, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, 
I would have I would have teachers write in and share things um, to the customer service or or on our Facebook page. And I would think, oh my goodness, this reminds me of my situation with so and so. And I'd be like, oh, well, maybe you should take your own advice. Yes. Oh my gosh. I hear myself saying that to myself all the time. Okay. So what would you tell a teacher who is feeling this way? What would you ask? Yeah. And so That's honestly, good. I feel like working in that position for the last three years has helped me so much be just, I mean, honestly, I think that I have become so much more focused mm. as what I've wanted to accomplish as a teacher, the relationships I've wanted to build, mm -hmm. those kind of things have been so much more effective because of the position I've had at Teach for the Heart. It's been wonderful. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I'm really excited about with, um, with me going back into the classroom is that I get to practice what I preach. I get to put those things into practice. And I, I think that it is really going to be it's going to be amazing for me to use what I've learned in the past three years, you know, running burn and teacher full-time having conversations like this, to be able to say, you know, I remember that conversation with Sarah, you know, and this that is, is said, or I remember this conversation with Linda or, you know, it, it's just, it's so powerful to, to have these experiences with teachers in one sector of your life where you're supporting them in a, in a certain way. And then to be able to bring those experiences and those conversations and those lessons into your own classroom to support yourself. Yes. And that's, that's exactly, I mean, lifelong learning, no matter what job we're at, no matter mm. what position it, lifelong learning is just so valuable. Mm. It really is. 100%. I, I love, thank you so much for sharing this. So you and I became connected because I got a Vox from you one day. <laughs> yes. And it was after the episode about the crabs in your life. So, <laughs> and I was, I was just it was, it was a Vox that just really made me go, wow, like this, these connections that I'm making are so important. Mm -hmm. And, and I just, can you tell us a little bit about that? And then when you and I were talking on Voxer, you said something about like geese flying in a Z or in a V. So do you remember that conversation? I, I kind of do. Yes. It, it is so funny because so much has changed in my life since then. Mm -hmm. And, and it's all kind of coming back to me a little bit. I remember that, um, my family and I had to make some, some really hard changes. Um, and I remember I had reached out to you just because I was so thankful to hear another voice, um, speaking out about making, making the changes. If I'm, I'm trying to remember, oh my goodness, that's, it's just so exciting because here I am like living out the changes. Yes. Because we talked about, we talked about how you, you, you said something along the lines of, I feel like I have permission to, to move forward in knowing yeah. what is best for me and what is best wow. for my family. And I don't have to listen to the judgment or the, maybe even the fear that other, that other people are, um, are kind of exuding, you know? So, um, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you emotional. Oh, no, I just, I, it's just like, it's amazing because, um, I mean, your, your listeners can't, can't see us, but I'm sitting here, um, in a, in a dorm room, which might not sound amazing to anybody else, but to my family and I, it signifies leaving 
a life that we didn't really want anymore. We, we wanted to live small and we wanted to take big risks and we wanted to do something so different. Um, and, and we live in an international dorm now, so we can meet people from all over the world. And that meant selling our, our big, beautiful house and, and doing things that most of the world doesn't understand. And, and it kind of started with that podcast and I'm just feeling really emotional right now um so thank you oh my god oh my goodness it's just amazing you're welcome <laughs> but so I mean, exciting. that truly just embodies everything that we talk about like when you are when you are burned out when you are in a really rough season or you have found yourself really living a burned out life you have to do things that are right for you. You have to do those different things in order to get different results and sometimes people just don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand. Yeah. So, and it feels so good when you take brave steps that, you know, my husband took, um, took a brave step in and took a job where he makes $30,000 less a year than he did before, but we get to see each other, mm-hmm, right? <laughs> you know, and, and we're so much happier and, and, um, yeah, it just, it, it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. Oh, I'm so, I can see your face. Like you just, you look so at peace and in contentment with all of the decisions that you have made. And none of them make normal sense to people. (laughs) And that's okay. It it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to. It's just, (laughs) it's so good. (laughs) It is so good. Right. I mean, I, whenever I started burned in teacher, um, people who loved me and supported me, they didn't know what to say or what questions to ask. They were just like, what, what the heck? Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, honestly, part of me is saying, I don't know, but I just know I have to do it. I just know that this is the right step for me. And you have to, you know, kind of put that judgment aside and say, you know, their judgments are not about me. It's about them. And, you know, and kind of move on and take your next best steps for sure. Absolutely. So, but then you and I continued talking and you told me that you were working for Linda and that you were writing emails. And I was like, really? Well, I would love to talk to you about this because I would really like some help because, you know, doing what I do, I love interviewing people and building content and, you know, as far as the course and writing the book. And I was doing all of these things whenever we first chatted and I said, I would love some help. And so I brought you on board and and you actually helped me to edit and actually, you know, uh, you, you were a listener of the podcast. So you knew what I stood for. You knew what my mission was. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you put together some really great emails for this past burn and teacher mastermind launch. And there was one time that you boxed me and you said, and you were already deciding that you were going to leave the classroom to do this full time, to do the writing full time, in addition to some other things you're going to share, but you said, you are making me not want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I think it's absolutely amazing when, when you're looking at the burning teacher content and you are just looking at it and saying, wow, like this is really good stuff. Like I, you know, cause leaving, leaving my school was so hard. I, I, I still love my students and there's so many of them, um, that I know that I'm going to be in contact. Like one of my students, he gave me a card in, in his card. He said, this is, this is your invite to my future wedding. And like, you know, like there's going to be like, 
there are going to be kids that I stay in contact with for the rest of their lives. I know that. And my colleagues and my administration, they are the actual best. Like they really are. Mm -hmm. Uh, So leaving was not like, it wasn't a toxic environment. It wasn't, you know, anything like that. So I'm leaving this place that I look at fondly Mm -hmm. and, and I read these empowering things that you are helping people do. Like, you know, if you're thinking about making time for the connections that support you, or you are thinking about your goals, your professional and personal goals that you want to accomplish. I'm sitting there thinking, oh man, can I add, can I add teaching still in there? And, and, you know, like I just, I start to get like inspired because I'm, I'm working through your content as a, I'm writing about it. And I was just getting so pumped up. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. Like I was just <laughs> so excited. And I had to like, I, it, this was right before spring break. I actually walked down to my principal and I said, I think I'm going to unquit. <laughs> we had this whole conversation. And he's like, why don't you take spring break to think about it? <laughs> he yeah, knew me. Advice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad he did because I, I was not supposed to unquit. I just was so passionate, like about what I was doing and, and your, your content is so good. I was, um, I was just pumped up. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. So, so you and I still connect, we still chat and you will be doing some work for me in the future. I hope I'm so excited. <laughs> But in the meantime, what is it that you are planning on doing? You know, you've made this transition out of the classroom, you know, you have a couple of things that you want to make sure to point out to teachers about the impact that you still want to have on education. So, so tell us a little bit about, about those choices. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to keep writing. I'm actually working on, um, I'm going to be doing some speaking opportunities, um, which is just really exciting, doing some professional development with teachers. I'm going to be still working with Teach for the Heart. Um, I'm definitely going to be reminding teachers that there's not just one way to impact students. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that um, if you are not in the classroom anymore, that you can no longer impact students' lives. Um, obviously like if you are in the classroom, more power to you, I am going to do everything that I can to support you. I know Amber is going to do everything that she can. All of us that, that are in this community are going to do everything that we can to support you. Mm -hmm. But if you need to take a little break, if you need to step back, there are so many, cause I know that I almost didn't leave because I was feeling guilty about leaving my students. And I kept thinking, what, what's going to happen to them? But then I remembered that I can impact students by supporting the teachers who are teaching them. I, I thought, man, I, what, it, what it meant to me, like whenever I got encouragement from those outside of school, inside of school, how much that meant. And so I know for me that I'm planning on occasionally, not all the time, but occasionally subbing, especially if someone just needs a couple of days off, you know, cause those, those rare gems of days mm-hmm. <laughs> where we can just take a break in the middle of the year. I know that I want that to be a gift I can give, mm-hmm. especially some of my colleagues at my, my school that I just left. Mm-hmm. I want that to be a gift I can give them. And one of the things that really surprised me 
that I'm really excited about is I'm, I'm planning on tutoring. Mm-hmm. I, um, I kind of ended up in this role, um, accidentally. And, um, I really found out that I connect well, one-on-one with students. Mm-hmm. I make a huge impact that way. And I, I didn't realize that tutoring can be such a powerful way to impact a student's life. I thought that a classroom, you can just make such a big impact really fast, but tutoring, um, and and it works really well for me because I have a very well-rounded education. And so, well, and what you have told us about your, your desire for relationships and connection, like that is the most intimate setting that you can have is that one-to-one time with a student. So that does not surprise me at all. Yeah. And for some reason, sometimes like we've talked about how important it is to be self-aware and I work so hard towards Mm self-awareness, but I think that's why like groups like the mastermind and things like that are so important Mm -hmm. because sometimes you just need someone else to speak into your life. Mm -hmm. Because even if we're trying really hard to be self-aware, we miss key points about ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And here I am working towards that. And I missed this glaringly obvious point about myself that this is a point that I excel at and I, I missed it. And yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're recognizing your strengths. Yeah. And I, I missed it for 15 years. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, I think it's all a part of the journey. You know, we started off talking about the journey, right? Yeah. There are things that you really, you can't know about yourself until you do the thing, you know, or to, to, until you do the things, you know, that you you step back and, and even in our, our our short conversation about that box that you sent me, you don't realize how far you've come until you look back where you were. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, so you've not actually gone through Burnin Teacher University. You've not been part of the mastermind, but you have that uh, dove, dived, dove, <laughs> pretty deep into the content, you know, and and what Burnin Teacher stands for. And you exude a lot of qualities of a burned in teacher. You're not a burned out teacher if you make the solid, sound decision to step away from the classroom. For now, nothing is permanent, right? Right. I mean, I've even shown that, that nothing is permanent. You know, I stepped out of the classroom in 2018, having these big dreams and goals for burned in teacher. I've done a ton of amazing. I I feel like amazing things, like things I didn't really ever know that I could do. And now I'm ready to transition back. And there's no, there's no failure associated with that. There's no, um, there's no regrets. You know, this right. is part it's just of moving my, forward. Yeah, this is just part of my journey, and and not maybe not just teaching journey, but my life journey. Yes, absolutely, and it's so exciting. And I just I can't help but smile when I think of that classroom of kids who is going to have this absolutely amazing teacher. I'm oh, so excited. Thank you. Well, it's people like you and people who have been listening to the podcast and people in the Facebook group that all these conversations I've been having that you know, especially in the last year and a half, and we don't really have to get too deep into how extremely challenging and frustrating the last year and a half has been as if teaching wasn't already challenging and frustrating at some points. But the fact that I want to be there with them, I want to be with you. Yes. I don't want to continue to 
to work from home. And that's another thing. Like I wouldn't know how unsexy working from home is all the time, (laughs) unless I actually did it because that was the story I was telling myself when I was working full time, like as a teacher that, Oh, if I could just, it will, it'll be so nice whenever I can work from home all the time. And, and I'm not trying to scare you. Trust me. I promise. I've I've worked from home. It's okay. I've been there. And it's just, (laughs) I, it's not that I don't enjoy it, but I don't find as much fulfillment in it as I thought that I would. Right. Um, And now that I've had these three years to step away, do all this work, build all of these things that I'm ready. I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready to do them together again, because it's yes. so much different now than it was in 2016, 2017, when I was building, like figuring out what the heck is this burned in teacher thing that I'm, that I'm thinking about. So your story is just so inspiring in that way for me. So Aww. thank you for sharing it. Yes. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to share it. So exciting. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today before we take off? I don't. I don't think specifically, I just want to encourage them to just, just be open to where, to, to open to change, you know, cause I think we fight it. Mm-hmm. We fight it for, for the reasons that sometimes we don't understand whether we feel guilty or we feel like we're going to be judged. And usually so few people are actually judging our our decisions. It's usually us judging our decisions. Mm-hmm. And I just want, I want people to realize that we're free to change. Our, our life is change. That is so, so well said. So Sarah, is there a way that people can find you? Are you on social media? Do you have an email address if people are interested in reaching out and, and chatting with you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram on Instagram. Um, I am Sarita Rosa 83. (laughs) Um, uh, we'll have that in the show notes for you on people. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, on Twitter, I'm just Sarah Humes eight. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And before we go, I'm bringing back the burn in teacher lightning round. Are you familiar with this? This is like old school burned in teacher. I used to do this at the end of every single podcast episode. And then I got away from it, but I want to bring it back. I'm ready. All right. So we're going to do some, this or that questions. Just tell us what you would choose just off the top of your head. Okay. All right. All right. Burgers or tacos. Tacos. What? Like, do you like ground beef tacos, chicken tacos, bean tacos, ground beef, ground beef. Yum. With cilantro. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So much cilantro, please. And yes, yes. 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 (laughs) Roses or daisies. Daisies. Hmm. Pandas or whales? Pandas. Oh my goodness. Pandas. I love them. (laughs) And books or magazines? Books. Mm. All the way. You know, you actually shared with me a book that you said really, a couple books that you said really impacted you. Why don't you quickly share those before we sign off for today? Yes. Um, the, well, I have, uh, burnout, the secret of unlocking the stress cycle. Mm. Totally. I'm not hundred percent finished with that. I'm loving it. And then my book that I cannot get enough of is the ruthless elimination of hurry. And it is by John Mark Comer or Comer. I'm not sure because of my Spanish influence, Um, (laughs) but I just love that book. And, um, it speaks a lot about just, just needing to, I, I loved it because it talks about how sometimes we just need to wait for our soul to catch up. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so powerful. I agree. Couldn't have said it better. Thank you. So we'll have the link to those books in the show notes as well. 
Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, sharing your story of burnout and your choice to transition out of the classroom. I think that this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Yes. Thank you so much. All right, burned in teachers, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.